Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. As I continue in Psalms, I'm going to share another psalm that touched my life. It's from uh, David, a psalm of David, the 139th psalm. And it's, it's, it's one of the more popular psalms, and you'll know why as I share it today. But I hope and pray that as I share these psalms, that you are gathering the truth and you're gathering David's heart as he shares, and you see the openness he has before his God. We need that openness before our God. We need our Heavenly Father to hear from us, hear from us when we call, and to know that he listens and knows that he wants to change things for the good. God is so good. Isn't he good? Isn't it good to you this day? Thank you for listening to KBXL 94.1. Thank you for listening to LifePoint. And I'm so glad to be your host of this show, at least for now. I don't know how long God will have me do this, but for the least right now, I'm glad to be able to share God's truth with you. And I hope that it touches your life, and I hope it's making a difference in your life. And I know listening to Christian radio certainly doesn't hurt you, so continue to do so. Our Heavenly Father, open our minds open our insights, open doors for us to love people, to share truth with people, to read the Word of God to people. I pray that those listening today's life would be touched by the Holy Spirit of God, that you would move them in ways that maybe they have never been moved. Lord, that they don't hear my voice today, but God, they hear your voice and they respond to it and they say yes to the calling you have on their lives. Lead them. Take care of them. Lord, if there's some that are struggling with health, which I know there are, Lord, I sense that this morning like crazy as there's people listening today that are struggling with their health. And God, in the name of Jesus, touch them. In the name of Jesus, reach out to them. And Lord, may they see you, and may they sense your healing power. Touch their lives, I pray. Be with us through this day. Be with me as I share from this great psalm. Open my mind to what you would have me share too. I give you thanks in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. O Lord, you have searched me, and you know me. That's how David starts off, verse 139. O Lord, you have searched me, you know me. Yes, our God knows us. He knows us inside out. He knows how we think how we respond, how we do things. He knows all about us. He says, you know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. That's sometimes we don't recognize the depth of what our God knows. He created us. He knows what we think, how we think, why we think. You hem me in behind and before. You have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? I go up to the heavens, you are there. I make my bed in the depths, you are there. I rise on the wings of the dawn. If I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. I think when I think of that, you are there on the seas, you're there wherever I'm at. 
I think of the story of Jonah. Jonah, a lot of people know it as Jonah in the well, or as a non-biblical, but Jonah had the big fish. They talk about a big fish. People assume whale because it was so big that it swallowed a human being. But, you know, we don't know exactly whether it was a whale, but it was something to that nature. But I think about Jonah, how God told him to go to Nineveh and to preach the word of God, and how he was disobedient to God. God gave him a directive, and he turned his back on that. How many times in your life has God given you a directive? Has God laid something on your heart that you need to do, and you haven't done it? That you needed to help somebody, but you didn't do it. You need to get involved in your church, but you didn't get involved. You needed to be there for your neighbor, but you didn't. You wasn't there for your neighbor, and you feel guilty about it. Well, here Jonah, he wasn't feeling guilty about anything. He got on the boat on his way, he on his way, and he to Tarsus instead. And so what happened? He was down there sleeping, and these guys were running the boat, and there was a big storm down, and he was down there sound out. All the cares of the world off him because he chose not to be pressured to go to Nineveh by God, but to do what he wanted to do. Well, the storms raged so much that they were afraid the boat was going to sink and that life was going to be over. And so they finally called on this. What have you done, Jonah? What have you done? Why are we having this problem? And Jonah then recognized that he was going to cause them all to die because of his sin. And so he said, cast me overboard. They didn't want to cast him overboard. I don't think anybody would. And they cast him overboard. And as we all know, he was swallowed by a big fish that God sent. And it's just hard to imagine Jonah inside of a yucky fish. That just is a very, not very good sound, is it? But he was kept alive. And now God gave him another chance. And he spit him out on the shore. The whale, the whale, see, there I go, the big fish, spit him out on the shore and says, okay, now, you know, go to Nineveh. Be obedient. He gave him another chance. We don't always get another chance, but Jonah got another chance. Then Jonah went to Nineveh, and we know the story. Well, that's what reminded me when uh, I was reading this scripture. He says, you know, you're, you know me from afar, from the waters, from wherever you know me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me too lofty for me to attain. You know, and then he says, if I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the light become night around me. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, the darkness as is light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Here's another one. We talk about being knit together in our mother's womb. David says, God, you knit me together in my mother's womb. And as you well know in society, we don't even understand that because we destroy the womb, the child in the womb, over and over again when the Bible says God Almighty knitted us in the womb. People of God, we've got to understand God's truth, understand what God is trying to say to us. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God, it was God's plan. God fearfully and wonderfully made us. We don't understand how it could possibly happen the way it happens. But God in his greatness, 
and his plans and his science and his biology made us so incredibly unique. He said, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. He had a plan. He had a plan for your life. He had a plan for your future. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. Were were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I wake, I am still with you. If only you would slay the wicked, O God. Away from me, you bloodthirsty men. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord, and abhor those who rise up against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. That's kind of interesting. I thought of that a lot. when I listened to this one actually this morning, and I thought about that a lot. You know, I hate those things. I, we always talk about hate. Well, God wants us to hate those things that aren't good, things that are evil, things that are not of God. He wants us to hate evil, love what is good. And he tells us that in the Word of God. Then he says this, which is something that I think we all ought to pray in these last couple verses, in verse 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Search me, O God, and know my heart. People, do you pray that prayer? Or are you afraid to pray that prayer? Have you ever not prayed because you're afraid to pray something? I have. Years ago, my parents were praying about being missionaries, I think in the Philippines or uh, Philippines, Philippines or somewhere. And I just did not want to leave the United States. I didn't want to go through that. And I just, I was afraid to pray God's will. I did not want to pray God's will. I was afraid that he would send us, and so I didn't. I mean, Mom and Dad prayed deeply about it, and, and of course, uh, God led them to stay here. But sometimes we're afraid to pray for things because we're afraid what might happen. You know, over the many years here at Cloverdale, this is year 30 for me. I, I finished year 30 on uh, the 28th of February, and I, you know, I've got calls from different churches across the nation to go, and if I'd be interested in being their pastor, and I always pray some about every request. And sometimes I pray very deeply, very intently about it. Other times I, I'm going to say I pray lightly, but I say, Lord, if you want me to go somewhere. I'm not stuck in Boise because it's the greatest place in the planet to live, which I believe. I'm not stuck here because we have a, a church that's a wonderful church that God has blessed. I want to go where God wants me to go. And so I want to pray about those things. And God, if you lead me, even at my older age now, even at 62, if you lead me somewhere you want me to go, I want to follow you. I want to be obedient. I don't want to be like Jonah and go the other direction. And folks, I just believe we need to allow God to use us. He says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. And that's what we need to do. People of God, call upon him today. Call upon him today and believe that he's going to do some powerful things in your life. God bless you. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.